Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valiner Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. He wanted very badly to leave something behind, something Aww. to help the world survive the new breaking the prophecies said he would bring. The trouble was he had no idea what that might be. Oh, our poor disaster I son. I still, I actually like Rand even more now. I know, same. I still don't hate him. <laughs> I don't, we're nine books in. We I'm don't hate gonna, him yet. Not gonna. We have so much empathy for this poor, poor child. <laughs> So we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptations release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we are finally kicking off Winter's Heart <laughs> with prologue through chapter two. We took a, a little bit of a break. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you remember how to podcast? Let's find out. <laughs> I was like, what happened in the last book? <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> so many questions y'all the but, most but we're here and we're back uh but before we get started um some quick sort of like pre-discussion notes we decided we're gonna do our book promo at the top because it's our show and we have books that we have coming <laughs> we out too. uh so really quickly I have my second spider-man book spider-man's bad connection comes out this September yeah if you yeah, <laughs> yay! <laughs> if you decide to pre-order it, hold on to that receipt. I do think I'm going to do a pre-order campaign, and then that's going to kick off in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then I'm also part of an anthology that is edited by Zoraida Cordova and Natalie C. Parker called "Mermaids Never Drown," where ever every story is about mermaids. It's so good. It's I'm, it's so good. Cannot wait for that one. I'm so excited. Uh, and speaking of Zoraida, she is mm -hmm. also has a story in the anthology that I co-edited yes. along with S. Zainab Williams. It's coming out in August, which is like a month from now. It's wild. Mm -hmm. It is called Fit for the Gods. It is all Greek mythology retellings. It is an amazing lineup of authors. Some you've heard of, some you haven't, but all the stories are so good. Um, and I'm going to leave a pre-order link in the show notes. If you pre-order, I mean, pre-order it wherever you want, but if you pre-order it from Malaprops, which is a great indie bookstore uh they will have signed copies signed by myself and my co-editor and we're working on a surprise goodie so just <laughs> saying i know what it is uh do you did <laughs> i Alice do. tell you yes oh, secrets <laughs> secrets you have to pre-order to find out from malaprops <laughs> we might have extra but we'll see uh all right so no no big i think um Wheel of Time pre-discussion notes other no, than no. one note from the Discord which I didn't I like everyone was talking about Winter's Heart in the Discord and they brought up how they used to do these prologues as yeah. like pre-release novellas uh -huh. which is not surprising because this prologue is like 86 pages <laughs> long. long so much happens and with like main characters it's not like it usually was with like majority villains or randoms right. or POVs right. of yes. like whomever just right. to remember, give like feel. <laughs> remember when we had like 40 pages of Saldans we'd never heard uh. of before? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, I mean, there is some villainy randomness, yes. Yes. but mostly it's not. Uh, yeah. So prologue, it has a name. It's called Snow. Um, it starts but now. It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> it's not hot, hot, hot anymore. It's cold, cold, cold. <laughs> it is truly freezing up in this book. Um, 
So we're in the White Tower, mm-hmm. and we're back in like the basement levels. We do. We basically sort of pick up right where we yeah. left off at the end of the last book with this same thread. With this thread, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, There's no time thread. really lapse at all. Mm-hmm. It's like minutes later. Um, and I'm gonna go with Shane for how you say this woman's sure. name. Sure, but like, who the hell actually knows? Um, but she is one of the ones who I had to like remind myself of all of this. She is the one, one of the ones who Aleda sat after without saying it, Alvierin, but mm-hmm. Shane decided that what Aleda actually was asking her to do was find the Black Aja, which like coincidentally is correct. Right. You know that. She doesn't, <laughs> she still doesn't know she's supposed to be targeting Alvierin. Um, and then she brought in her friend Pavara and they're mm-hmm. of different Ajas and there's all this Aja drama going on in the tower. And they have just discovered that one of the heads of the Aja is a dark friend. It's likely, likely Black right, Aja. And right, like Aja, because she refused to swear on the Othrad that mm-hmm. she wasn't. So now they are torturing her. In the chair of remorse. Right. What the fuck? And I love how Shane is like, I wonder what this was actually supposed to be used for. At one I know, point. right? So they use this thing in the basement that is generally used for criminals, which seems to be like living out your worst nightmare, essentially. Although it seems to me that the person doing the weaving has to create the nightmare. Like it's not self-created because the one, the woman who's like doing the thing, who is it? Uh... It's Docene. Right. right? She is like, uh, like, I don't know if I can take this this far i you could read it a couple of different ways. Yeah, it I, I read it as like it's she's pulling seeds at Taylene Taylene's own fears and mm. using those fears against her. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's being flogged by Trollocs. She's like Docene is basically like, I hope she breaks because next up is the cooking pot. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yikes. Um, yeah, but she doesn't. And so they pull her out. It's just, it's, it's, it's hard because at least there's like a teeny tiny bit of movement, but it's a lot of the same, like I said, die issues. Yeah. There's like, there's just paragraphs and paragraphs above of like backstory and who knew who from when and what was going on with the different Aja's meeting in corners or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, like, all right. It's back to the, like, hierarchies, who's in charge. So there's a little bit of, like, because it's not Shane or whatever. It's Mm. um, Saren? Yeah. Is the one who's in charge now? Who's, who's like, the most powerful. Yeah. Or the, yeah, I don't know. And over the whole hierarchy thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So intensely. Um, She has seniority or whatever. She has seniority. (laughs) In the in the HR rule book, she yeah, has seniority. Right. She has seniority. <laughs> she's higher up on the org chart. Okay. Yeah, she's higher up on the org chart. On the informal org chart. Um, they get a little bit back and forth of like, is she a black Aja? I don't yeah. know. And then Pavara's like, she tried to stab me. Yeah. Feels Pretty like. Sure. <laughs> like. So then um, the the coolest thing I thought about this was when they get her to forswear all right? of the oaths. Yeah, yeah, on yeah. The oath Same. Because Shane is like, I remember how painful it was to remove one oath. Like, mm-hmm. who knows how many Talene has sworn. And it is true. Like, she's, like, convulsing and, like, spasming and, like, 
horrible. And I was like, and they're all that's pretty freaking cool. out yeah. watching freaking it, out. which yeah. is this is the one point where I was like warranted, warranted yes. freak out. Yes. Usually it's like over the top mm. and like even the end of this where Shane yeah. like vomits in a corner. I'm like, Get here? what are you right. like? What is happening? I know. Be a, come on, man. You're right. nice to die. Put on put on your big girl shawl. Yeah. Like, get Let's in go. there. Yeah. Um, so they basically force her to take that. Like, I vow to obey only mm-hmm. the five of you. Like, I won't channel. They find out she is black Aja. Mm-hmm. But I did love. They sort of like are like, oh, what do we do? Should we take her to Elena? Blah, mm. blah. And I love Taylor being like, Elena is black Aja. <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's not true. Right. But it's she believes it to be that's true, right. obviously. And they figure that out, thankfully. I was like, oh, God, are they going to be too stupid to, like, figure out that, you know, that might not be true? Um, but I was a little irritated where it's just like she it's the same old I said I logic of like mm-hmm. that couldn't possibly true be true versus right. like actual truth. Mm-hmm. But this was a point where it's like Robert Jordan was like, I can't have them believe it. Yeah. So they need to not believe it. Yeah. Um, because I mean, if you don't know anything, Taylene's proof is compelling. Yeah. Right? It's yep. extremely compelling. So I mm-hmm. would have liked to see a more logical sort of rebuttal <laughs> of it instead of just like, I don't think she's black. Right. Why? Why? Why don't why? Right. Give us more. <laughs> <sighs> but they decide not to tell her anything, which is important. Right. They need to like get all of the their evidence together and yeah. And then and then uh Shane talks about the ferrets, as I've been calling them the rebel right. I used to die that Egwene sent or that right. the hall sent to the tower to like sow descent. And they're talking about um how they're gonna continue to dismantle that plan. And use them to find Black Aja now right. instead of just turning them in yeah. for treason. Right. Um, which is good. Yeah, it's good. Like, we like I'm that like, plan. Yes, yes, we like that plan. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, then it's boring and it's like, oh, and then she threw up. Okay. Right. Okay. Who cares? And then <laughs> we go to Elaine. Yeah. Who's working on being Queen of Andor? Yeah. This was an interesting section. Yeah, I agree. I did not hate it, actually. It was like there were things that I didn't find palatable, but it was by design. Like I'm not mm. supposed to. I mm. think there were things that I didn't find palatable that I don't think were by design yeah. or that I just hated because I hate them. Right. But there were a lot of pieces of the way she's like, well, well okay, let's let's get into it. So she's like mm-hmm. sitting in this room. She's with Birgit and what's the other woman's name? Dylan. Yes. Um, can I tell you though how heartened I was? She's like thinking through all these things. Like we find out that like Nynaeve and, and is working on like making sure the kinswomen don't get picked up by the sunshine. And yeah. Dean is like pretending to be taken by grief, but is really trying to figure out who murdered her sister. Um, it's very intense. Mm-hmm. And then I loved Elaine being like, if she had her way, Nynaeve Almira was going to be the Aes Sedai advisor to the next Queen of May. Highlighted. Highlighted. Agree. Like, this is the Best. Yes, it's so nice to see them not like being catty and constantly try like acknowledging each other's yes in a way that's not obnoxious. Like, oh, so nice. So it's yeah. so like it's so funny because it feels like after how naive basically for almost the entire end mm-hmm. of the last book was just 
obsessed with Lan and over angry over silly little things that don't matter. Mm -hmm. This was like a nice like Elaine understands Nynaeve's strengths. Yes. Yes. Agree. It's very sweet. Yeah. Hopefully the next time we actually see Nynaeve, there will not be any of more of this like Lan nonsense. Which is frustrating because I do really like Nynaeve I and like them together as a, pair, as a couple. But uh, the way he's writing it is terrible. You gotta um, get into that AO3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so Elaine is like telling Dialen and Brigitte that she wants to raise an army of mercenaries. She's like, oh, we have the money. This is the only way. I need X bajillion armsmen. It's, and Dialen and Brigitte are like, no, hate this plan. I know it's interesting because it's I was also like I understand their point mm-hmm. of like you can't they they lay out again all the points as to why you shouldn't rely on mercenaries mm-hmm. and it's because it's so cold Elaine knows the guards that who would rally to her cause won't get here in time but I was getting a little frustrated with like Elaine just kept being like no we're doing it my way but then we get that mm-hmm. moment where she has her mother's voice in her ear of like if you just if you explain your every action you will constantly be explaining your actions and then Gareth Bryan being mm-hmm. like you should explain your actions so it was really nice to see yes. that she's thinking about these advisors and thinking about the words of wisdom and thinking about and sort of like trying to pave her own path right yeah. or wrong right that's right I love that. I also love that she made Brigitte a lady and <laughs> Captain General of the Queen's Guard. Yes. Amazing. Oh, can I tell you how ridiculous? Uh-huh. So they're talking about this warder bond and how it like keeps throwing Elaine off. Uh-huh. And at one point she's like, you know, they're mirroring each other in surprising ways. Like her courses had shifted more than a week to match the other women's. She's talking about periods. And I'm like, listen, the th- Four of them, three of them, three of them, Nynaeve, Brigitte, and Elaine were in a wagon living They're, in a they wagon together. Been, they were they should already, already like they already if they are yes. all having periods, they have been synced up for like a year at this point. Agreed. Like the warrior bond is not necessary to make that happen. Like I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, sir, they were hundred percent, but they were already already on up. the same cycle. Yep. There's no way they weren't. Oh, so funny. Anyway, sorry, that's like a nitpicky thing, but it made me laugh. I was like, oh, buddy. Um, (laughs) So there's like a little bit more pushback, and Elaine is sort of like not sure. She's still not sure how much she can trust Dial in because, of course, other houses would rally for Dial in to be queen. Um, I will admit the like intricacies of the like houses and the mm. who is supporting who mm. and the but da da yeah. like a little bit like eye glazy. No, I agree. I think and there's a lot of like him catching us up on what's been going yes. on in Andor. I thought the interesting thing was that she had talked the Isle and the Saldeans into leaving. Yes. Which, which I, makes well, sense. Yeah, it makes total sense. Like, she can't have an occupying army in her mm-hmm. city if she's going to be queen, like, and and actually have authority. Like, you can't like, have external forces. So that was nice. No, it's so nice to see Elaine be the political, yes. like, sort of mind that we know she is and mm-hmm. leaving room for growth because she is yeah. only, like, 19 or 20 or right. whatever 100 um so of course she wouldn't be perfect at it but we know no. she's been brought up to do this 
granted now she's in extraordinary circumstance so it's yeah. not maybe the the throne she thought she was going to inherit right um but it is it's so interesting to see the thought process laid out in this way mm-hmm. it's so good it's it is nice uh and then there's a lot of like yeah going back and forth like uh, who will support who will not yeah i exactly. got a little tired like the Brigitte stuff got like a little tiresome 100 oh, percent agree like that like i just don't believe that they wouldn't have figured out how to like manage this mirroring effect better by this the point. mirroring effect and this notion of Brigitte just like for for the the way Brigitte and Nynaeve interacted when Brigitte was like, you don't have faith in yourself mm. and your confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. When when Nynaeve was like so thrown by the way yeah. she, um, by the way, Mogedian had taken right. her down. I don't, right. Books and books ago at this yeah. point. But Brigitte, remember, was the one who was kind of like, you're being, you're, you're not being the person I know you could be. And I'm right. going to treat you the way you are acting as if you should be treated. Right, right. And so for that Brigitte to now be here and be like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't think I can be a, I can't be a general. I can't. Right. <clears throat> like, is it feels very strange. I mean, I think like if it, if it was presented as she knows her strengths and she knows her weaknesses yes. and she's being matter of fact about it, but she's that not. would read different, but no, you're right. She's like sputtering and like, you and like, know, like letting a lot of slips of the tongue. Yeah. And I'm like, that doesn't sound that like, doesn't the sound like Brigitte. So, Cause somebody apparently like some woman always has to be behaving in this ridiculously. Way. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's the standard, right? Like you it can't is. have, and, and we'll they see can't it all be competent and like all, straight right <laughs> and again time. even as much as we're enjoying this elaine stuff and mm-hmm. and the competency and the like thoughtfulness she's gonna get cut down in a second yep, don't worry right <laughs> um so yeah lots of politicking until finally what happens? Yeah, I know. We're like getting there. Oh, oh yeah. The then... Seafolk women come in. I'm so tired of this Seafolk situation. I'm so over it. It is so one note that he has not done anything with it. There's no movement whatsoever. It's the same thing over, over and, and over, over and over. Yeah. So they come in. It's the wave, the wind finder and the mistress of the waves. Yes. Right? yes. Um, Something like that. And they're basically, oh, wait, really quickly, it was just like, we have to find Gowan. It was a Gowan oh, right, mention, right, right? right? I forgot about right. that. Oh, you're right. Um, basically, Bergie was like, oh, Gowan can become that this person, right? essentially, but they don't. We, Callan, the Well, I was like, where the hell is Gowan The last right time now? we saw him was after Dumai's Wells. Yes, and he the and bo- the younglings were like wandering around trying to find the scattered Aes Sedai. Yes. But I don't know that we've seen him since. I don't think we have. I yeah. think that is the last mention of him. And the, I mean, the last like on page, on screen yeah. sighting of him. Yep. Um, so yeah, we don't know where he is. Elaine still thinks he's at Tarvalin, which is obviously <clears throat> right. extremely incorrect. I do not think that's true. But hold on. I'm like oh. trying timeline. Egwene's romance with him was in Carhian? Yes. Yes. But Egwene never mentioned to Elaine that Gowan was in Carhian? Um, I guess not. Yeah. It's a good question. But 
Well, even if she had, that was before, like, he then went back to Tarvalin. Oh, he did? And then went on to do my like, yes. my timeline is not. Yeah, yeah. He, no, it, even if she had, it wouldn't, he, that's not where, like, okay, there are okay, other okay. things happened in between there. I, like, couldn't remember. Yeah, no, I don't think that would have been relevant information at this point. Um. Okay. So yeah, the sea folk come in. It's annoying. They're like basically so like trying to just. They like push their way into the room. No one is respecting Elaine's sovereignty mm-hmm. here or her like where she stands in Andor. And they're like, "You promised us twenty teachers. You've only given us one." And as mm-hmm. usual, we get another society that takes an Aes Sedai and cuts them down mm-hmm. and makes them not as powerful and of a presence and just like how easily these supposed amazing yes. to die are become little mice. Yep. Um, and she sort of like tricks Elaine a little bit into a bargain mm-hmm. of like the, the remaining I said, I who are here will teach you if they have time. Right. Um, which she just sort of said as like an option. And the person the this other woman mm-hmm. forces it, into becoming a bargain which is annoying right um it would just be nice to have leaders of these different factions who see the other person as a person Mm -hmm. and not as like a thing to be taken down Mm -hmm. because we haven't gotten the closest maybe we've gotten and this is minus the map stuff but with tylan treating with elaine and nynaeve while she was like a little like she I don't think she ever like s- deliberately cut them down in this way. Right. Even if she was sort of playing different sides. Right. right. But she was acknowledging that she had all these sides to play. Right. But I can't think of any other situation in which a leader really treats with other women. Mm. at that level at, at the political yeah, level in which no, they should I, be treated right i think you're probably right and if yeah. it did it happened long enough ago that yeah. i don't remember <laughs> or it was minor enough that it doesn't feel like it counts right uh all right so that's going on and then um oh right the mistress of the house or first first whatever mistress whatever renee harfer first maid that's what she is comes who i do love like elaine is like ooh, they're gonna feel like the sea folk are gonna feel like feel the her wrath wrath at some point (laughs) i know she can fuck up your day and you're not gonna be able to do anything about it um she's like oh by the way mazroom tame is here (laughs) Good oh, God, boy. poor Lane. Oof. And she's like, "Great, have him wait." And then, of course, he just comes he just in. Freaking comes in, comes right with in. Two different, two or three different Ashaman with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and his like creepy, still like obviously at this point, I think we can know that he is probably not working in Rand's best ah. interest. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we still don't know what his plan is, but there's he is deeply sus. Like, like deeply, yes. deeply sus at this point. <laughs> After the Ashaman attacked Rand. Yeah. So he comes in and Elaine like creates like a linked circle just out of sheer like um, and uh, that was probably for the best actually. I know, right? They <laughs> like they can tell that someone has embraced Sadar, so it's mm-hmm. probably the men are embrac- embracing Satan. Right. Um 
And then Tame sort of like cuts the two Ashaman mm-hmm. down and is like, there's only two Aes Sedai here. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's cool, though, because Elaine's like, does he not know that right. the Windmistress is also using or is he pretending right. not to know? It's like right. asking all the questions that I think we're asking. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, which good. is cool. Yep. And so she like takes as much control of she as she can of the situation um and is like yeah so you took your time and now you're just barging in here like what the hell um and she basically is like you i you will do what i say because you are within my boundaries yeah we kind of see basically from this interaction what uh, what mess Rand has left Elaine mm-hmm. for multiple ways. Like all he wanted to do obviously was like keep it safe mm-hmm. for her. But by saying that he was giving it to her, he's yes. made her look weak mm-hmm. by allowing these occupying forces within her boundaries mm-hmm. that are ostensibly supposed to be independent. He's made her look weak. Yeah, And so it's putting her in this like very uncomfortable position that she is trying to maneuver and come out looking like the queen that mm-hmm. she is. Um, and so it's very interesting. So she has to be careful in the way that she talks about her relationship to Rand and mm. Andor's relationship to Rand. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the moment where she like sits down in this mm-hmm. chair and is like, Tame will have to move in front of me if he wants to speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love Dialin sort of like stepping beside her. Because yes. it felt like I was like, yes, good. Even yeah. if you're not sure about her. Yeah. Dylan always felt like a good egg like yes agree right like yeah. it is for her I truly think it is about Andor not mm-hmm. about anything else yeah yeah and so she tells him you know like I'm gonna rule the city in my own name not in Rand's mm-hmm. and that means that like you have to let the Queen's Guard in or else I will cut you off from all of your foods oh I love when she's like <laughs> not a single potato, not a potato will get through your gates it's great. So and, have fun traveling to get groceries. Right, exactly. <laughs> and Tame is like, well, we can travel. But she knows that it would be such a pain in the ass for him to have to be like sending out people to get supplies all the time. So he is like, oh, yes, of course. Controlled visits. It's fine. Um, and, yeah. And so he's like, uh, OK, sure, whatever. And she's like, great, let's let's do it. Ugh, and then. Mm. Speaking of having to get cut down when you're in the midst of being this like competent politician, Mm -hmm. maneuvering all these different pieces, trying to get your kingdom back together, a wise one comes in and says, (laughs) Elaine, you have to come with me right now and you're not allowed to send anyone away and you have to get naked. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I know. Hate it. <laughs> I feel such a deep hatred for this trope. Yeah. It's so unnecessary. Yeah. The whole point is embarrassment uh-huh. and shame yes. and yes. <sighs> <laughs> so it's just so frustrating. Truly. What uh... otherwise is like I love the idea yeah. of. Yeah, no, it's actually like a cool ceremony in and of itself. But again, he has to set it up where she we're seeing her be strong and smart and outmaneuvering a very dangerous man. Yes. Like a man we know to be super dangerous. And so she's doing an amazing job. And as you say, now we have to like see her be small. Yes. Made to be L- small. Like 
as much as she's like be tranquil da, 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 it like puts yeah. into like my my margin note here is consent as a joke because yeah. there's a moment where they're walking and she's walking with this wise one um mm-hmm. nadir and elaine was like you did that on purpose didn't mm-hmm. you you waited until there were plenty of people in that room to make sure that my love basically that i want this badly enough to be mm-hmm. avienda's sister um and nadir's like you picked up on it great and then she's like oh also that man looked at you talking mm-hmm. about tame and elaine is pissed off and mm-hmm. nadir's like most men enjoy looking at a woman's bottom right how do you Why? not understand yeah. the other woman's like it's literally taking control away and giving that control to somebody else mm-hmm. like over her own body like elaine should get to say who gets to see and mm-hmm. who gets who doesn't so to have a wise one an aisle woman then say i don't know i don't get it right. men like this why right. are you why are you bad about it right 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 go fuck yourself that's right that's how i feel about it <laughs> correct <laughs> uh all right and i did also think on the plus side um i did think it was interested how this sort of mirrors like the accepted test yeah like you know it's you have to go alone you have to go like naked or mostly naked um and there is this like once you've started if you stop you like are ejected basically like you failed um and so yeah we see in detail the first sisters ceremony which i did not realize was going to involve the power like well elaine didn't either yeah this is wild it was true i and i i liked most of it got a little weird at the end there oh extremely weird (laughs) i was like uh it was like what we don't understand right now like is exactly happening i would would rather not think about it but pretty strange it's pretty fucking weird but i just i have so many questions about the lore around this because like are you telling me that everybody who's first sisters among the isle which it seems like there are a lot of had to go through this had to go through this like i mean i, I guess. guess that seems like he was like you know it would be cool like i, I don't think like you're it, wrong i think it was added like very late in the game because yeah, he I, thought it would be cool. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you're wrong. I don't think this um, is like thought through ahead of time. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it's this whole ceremony in which they have to like say good things about each other and then bad things about each other and then like literally hit each other and which, then get okay. reborn uh, like <laughs> literally like <laughs> mentally physically so weird. Reborn so weird by <laughs> a third person. So Amy's is now her mom again like what what i don't know it was very weird the only thing i really like i did like i love like the interaction between elaine and avienda throughout the whole thing because they clearly love each other so much i know trust each other so much Mm -hmm. and the things that like like saying out loud the things you're jealous of and the things you're upset about and things you find childish like Mm -hmm. i liked i actually liked all of that because it felt very real to both characters yes like Elaine is jealous mm-hmm. that Avienda got to sleep with Rand and Avienda right. is jealous and doesn't have self-confidence in herself, right? right? That's right. Um, the hitting thing, I was a little like, yeah, eh. no. It's... But I didn't mind when the explanation came of yes. like, you've done it. 
right. you've done it. So you never just need to do this that. again. You never need to do it again. Cause that yeah. felt very sibling to me, actually. hundred percent, hundred percent. And like, I do think that you've, you've nailed it. Like what's cool about it is less the actual mechanics of it and yes. more how it shows. Again, we actually get to see two women like 100% show up for each other, mm-hmm. which we often do not get to see in this series. And and I think we've said it before, but Robert Jordan very easily could have fallen into that trap of like when women are in love with the mm-hmm. same man and how they become mortal enemies or like mm-hmm. there's no way they could ever right. be anything other than casual like acquaintance is the best right Right. this is showing and i'm i hope the show handles it well yeah Uh, but showing the like deep connection that these women can have despite loving the same person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's really it's it's welcome i think and I did the other thing I loved about this. I don't think we need to go through the whole like. No, I agree. But the other thing I loved about this was like when the flows of Sadar suddenly started, Elaine, like there's a line without thought, a part of her mind tucked away that we yeah. even now trying to learn was as much so part of the color of her eyes. I was like, yeah, that's the Elaine I love. Like that's the Elaine who's like yes. always trying to figure it out. Like science Elaine is my favorite Elaine next to Queen Elaine. But like I, I love just, science Elaine. There's so much of Elaine getting to be the best despite yeah. these like uncomfortable moments. And even Avienda, who got a little bit character assassinated last yeah. time. Yeah, she sure um, did. Giving us some of the, like, we know Avienda lacks self-confidence, mm-hmm. right? And we know that these things, and it's putting word to them in a loving way, which was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, she just lean into the palette, like, the polyamory of it. Like, right, let, right, let, I let know. them all. Yes, yes, totally. 100%. Um, We'll see what happens, though. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? <laughs> um. So, yeah, that then the weird birth stuff happens. Yeah. And it's very strange. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're like best friends and sisters. Right. I'm like, is there anything else we have to touch on? I don't think so. So weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It's very literal. Like, First I was sisters. like, what is happening? <laughs> I kind of saw it coming and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna love this. <laughs> it's just gonna be Robert Jordan making it weird. Like Robert Jordan making it weird. That you like had them like go through the like affirmations of their bonds like now we have to have like now into the weird okay so strange magic birth scene cool (laughs) uh moving on to a section i really didn't love uh tovine this is so hard so i had to look up because i was like who is tovine (laughs) uh tovine is the red sister who was exiled for a long time and then elada tasked with basically getting rid of the Ashaman. Yes. And then she gets captured and bonded by oh. Logane in the last book. And Disgusting. it is super gross and very not great. Yeah, um, this is not a warder bond. I think it becomes more and more clear that like while it might have been inspired by the warder bond, it is not a warder bond. It's control. It is control. She can't, she literally can't disobey him, even mm-hmm. if she wants to, especially if she wants to. Um, and she is not his only captive. I don't know what to call her. I mean, it turns out it's like she and this other, I said, this brown sister named Gabrielle yeah. have both been bonded or yeah. or whatever it is, taken by Logan in the same way. Yeah. And 
we find out there are 20 ish other sisters who I don't know yes. if they're bonded to other people or it if they're just unclear. imprisoned or shielded. I think that we were supposed to understand that they are imprisoned. It was, it was, a, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. No, I'm not sure either. But they um, hate her. They, they all, they blame her. Yeah, they blame her and they like beat her up and Logan had to rescue her. And so she is feeling pretty estranged and alone, which like, quite frankly, like we know she's a terrible person. Right. But. But also this is gross. So this it's is, just is like layers upon layers of things I hate. <laughs> it was it was hard because like she also really blames Elena. Which is and legit. And so her whole, she's sort of doing that thing that Suen did to survive yeah. being. Yes. Um, Still. Cut off from the source, yeah. which was focus on revenge, focus mm-hmm. on getting what you need, focus on the job. And she is focusing on like, I am going to get my revenge on Elena. Period. Right. Right. Um, oh, it's like so it's a lot of description of like yeah. how frustrated she is that she's listening to his orders. Mm-hmm. She does see Elaine come in and yes. they are clearly keeping it hidden that they have all these Aes Sedai imprisoned. Yes. Yes. Does, she so can't she, even go near like she has to hide. She has to hide. Rand must not know also, mm-hmm. presumably, because he would not hold with this. No, no, no. He um, so we know that the Black Tower is. Like, we knew that there were secrets yeah. being kept, but this is a pretty big one. It's a lot of Aes Sedai. It's yeah. like 50, like literally yeah. like 50 Aes Sedai, 51, I think she says. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that that's not great. No. And she, like, is trying to figure out, you know, how can she work around the strictures of mm-hmm. her bond to, like, try to get a message to somebody. And, you know, she's sort of eavesdropping on what's going on with Elaine and trying to think of, like, how can she use that to her advantage? Um, and then she's headed back to do, like, Logan's bidding. And it's, like, embarrassing. And she gets, like, chased by dogs yeah, or something. And some right. other women have to help. And she basically, yeah. this whole section felt like, this person is alone, mm-hmm. has nobody, is doing what they can, is like at the basically at the bottom. Like they mm-hmm. have nowhere to go but up right. That's or right. death. Like yeah. those are the two things. Yep. Um, so she gets back to Logan. She gets to Logan's home where she has to be before he shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gabrielle is there, and we find out that Gabrielle has spent the night with Logan, which is mm-hmm. gross on. Many levels. Many levels, because can you give consent to somebody who can control you? you? Nope. Uh, Questionable. But she thinks she's, like, doing it to try to figure out how to, like, get out. Um, Right. Gabrielle is like, there are things you can learn. mm -hmm. Which, like, fine. Yeah, she's using her captivity. But then she says this, like, gross stuff, which is, like, Mm. I don't know why Robert Jordan put this in here. I don't under I genuinely am like, I don't understand the character point of it. I don't right. understand what I'm supposed to do with it, where she's like, I felt helpless, but he mm-hmm. was gentle. And I never yeah. really thought of how strong a man's arms were. Like, what am I supposed to get from this? Because this is so Actually, I think I know exactly. We're what? supposed to get from it that Logan is not a bad dude, despite having functionally enslaved to Aes Sedai. I don't We're know. supposed to get that like look he's like treating think, her I don't gently. Think that's true. I do. I don't. I think he's setting up Loghain 
and op- I mean, he's he's clearly it's text. There's two factions we find there out are, in the Black Tower. But, but hold Logan on, hold on. and Mazram Tame. And hold everything on. we've seen in Mazram Tame is deeply sus. I'm just saying. And Logan is being set up as like the reasonable good but one. But I disagree with you there because I actually don't think that's true that he's no? set up as the reasonable one. I think they're both. I think the the idea is that they're both bad, even though they present such different fronts, because this also stuck out to me because Gabrielle, when she and uh, Tovian are talking, is very much like this is we need to figure out how to cut them down. We need mm-hmm. to figure out it's not just Mazrum Tame. It's all of them. There is no focus on Tame versus Loghain as like, no, we'll only go for Loghain's faction. It's how do we use the fact that there are factions against them? I don't think that precludes what I think is going on. I don't know. I don't I, see it that way. I think that one bit is very weird and I doesn't mean, go in line disagree. with anything else that Gabriel does or says. Yeah. Like that one section is like nothing else she does or says with regards to talking about their situation reflects that. Right. It's so weird. Yeah. So like I don't I don't think it's actually setting up Logan as like the good option and tame is the bad option i think mm. it's like i mean not for them not for these two women but like for in the black tower if there's going to be a quote-unquote bad faction and a I, I good faction saying. do you see what i'm saying i see saying. is the head of the good faction like that's what i think robert jordan is doing maybe that's just not for them weird there are other like, yeah. places that i see oh yeah that, that i think one it's, bit i don't, I don't like think it that and i don't think it's a good way to do it that's just my best guess for what it's there for i don't know though but it's I do regardless hate it. i hate i it. hate it yeah it's regardless, awful it's everything about it is bad don't, i'm not here for um it. so we get a little bit of a reveal like they're waiting outside the house Logan shows up and then we find out uh, they're like sort of chatting and there's like information and names being dropped and Tovian is trying to like keep all of it in mind. Um, but then someone's like, oh, hey, there's a new like board posting about the deserters from Karian. It's pretty big. Mm-hmm. And we get the results of what happened at the end of the last book mm-hmm. of Deshaiva. Hmm. <laughs> names who yeah. else where do they go well they uh, say it's seven right is the number they give yeah. and now seven at once so right yeah it's pretty intense edwin and torval brocade and kisman why would they desert he would have given them anything yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then he does named dashiva flynn hopple and narishma um and like this ties in with a Rand POV later. We find out why those last three names, um, because the Ashaman are very confused about those in particular. Yes. Like, yeah. Um, and so Tovian is obviously taking all of this in mm-hmm. as well. Um, and they kind of in the Ashaman are this is, I think, actually the most honest we've seen the ashaman internally sort of not mm-hmm. mazram tame yeah who has been dictating all of our connection and understanding of ashaman mm-hmm. how these men and without rand in the room how yes. these men sort of yes. see themselves and yeah. see the black tower so that was kind of interesting yeah yeah no i agree because we do get the like 
I was at Demise Wells. I saw the Lord Dragon mm-hmm. choose. And then somebody else was like, well, I was at that other place where Rand like really messed up right. <laughs> and it was not great mm-hmm. and nobody was happy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm, so yeah. Leave. <laughs> and then Tovian and Gabrielle are like trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. And Gabrielle tells her that she saw Logan burn all of Tovian's papers. Yeah. And with this is important because Aleda's orders were in there and they would have been very ill received by the rest of the Ashaman. And this is where you're saying, I see what you're saying coming yes. out of this, like Loghain, she's like, why would he do us any favors? And she's mm-hmm. like, he's not a villain, no more than most men. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as that. Untrue. Yeah. <laughs> um, gross. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, but yeah. then it's like, but if we were dead, they do give us the real reason though, right? Not the real reason, but the more prag the more practical reason of like it could also be that if someone discovered this and we were killed, it would bring back bring down the tower's fury on them. Right. Versus if we're alive right. and Aleda has to treat in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Gabrielle, finally somebody is like are we like the 51 of us who are here? Are we 51 united or yes. are we gonna bring all of these splinter factions and hierarchies with us? Like, can we actually work together? Because, like, that's the thing is, I think Gabrell is now going back on what I just said. When Gabrell says, Do you think I've spent all my time wanting to tangle my fingers in his hair? I think she's aware of who he is. Oh, yeah. Right. So, this was a little bit refreshing, right? Of like, okay, yeah, we just need to work together and we'll come up with a plan to present to whoever, whatever, the, DeSandra, right. um, who is the, by heart, hierarchy stance, should be yes. in charge. Right. Yep. But Tovin is very much, I'm destroying everybody. They're just going to help me bring down a right. later first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. And then we switch to Rand. Rand. Oh, oh. oh. I feel it's, so bad for him. This is also the most I've liked Min in ages. I, gotta I say. agree. It was so nice it was to like see a, her get to be a human, right? Being with her own thoughts and like a smart human who knows what's going on. And like a different, it's like, it's like a different person is writing her. It's wild. Yeah, it is. It is. No, truly. It is very much that. Um, this also, though, is a lot of, like, description and not yeah, a lot so, of... Yeah, so, like, not a lot of stuff. So, Rand is stuff. in that the Master Fell's old uh, mm-hmm. rooms at the Academy in Carrion, and he's looking down at the courtyard where, like, something is being built and something is happening. He doesn't really know what's going on, and they keep interspersing his thoughts with his observations while mm-hmm. Min is looking through Master Fell's books and... Right. The brain is there. Right. Um, we get a little bit of like Alana's sitting in the back of his head, mm-hmm. like just an acknowledgement. Okay. Um, yeah. We don't really know sort of what's going on with him though, or if people, like, it doesn't seem like anybody knows where he is. He doesn't want people to know where he is. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, um, he like he's talking to Dobrain. He's like getting the information that Dobrain has. He's talking to um, 
the mistress of the academy about like what's going on. He's well, Dobrain, so after what happened at the palace, mm-hmm. Rand is like, so what are people saying? Right. And Dobrain says like, nobody knows if you're dead or kidnapped or if you fled. Um, most people think you're alive, mm-hmm. but people are worried. Um, and Rand is like, oh, people think I've gone mad and I did it by mm-hmm. myself. They might not be wrong. Right. <laughs> and everyone's like, that's awkward, but okay, let's just keep talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so he asks, like, has anyone <laughs> left suddenly since I went or mm-hmm. come unexpectedly? Um, and we hear that Alil Riatin and some I was like, what? Official- I know it took me five minutes to figure out. And he those were the two women he like found as he was hunting through the palace. And, right. Like, bound and gagged and left alone. Um and he and Dobrain tells him your three Ashaman. Lynn, Narishma, and Hopwell mm-hmm. are still there. And he's like, Rand is thinking like they had not been part of the attack on him, but like they might have been the failsafe, like the plan B. So like he can't he can't trust them anymore, which is why they're on the deserter list. Right. Now. Right. Although it seems aggressive to put them on the deserter list. So that makes me feel like it's a miser tame. Yeah. Because situation. also he knows where they are. They're just in the sun palace. Yeah. Like if so he wanted like... to bring them in, he could. So what is he doing? Well, I kind of feel like they are in a tough spot because I think maybe they do support Rand and are yeah. on his side. And Tame maybe sees them as part of that faction. Right. And so it's a way for him to put a target yeah. on their backs without him being the one to do right. the thing. Right, 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 um, right. And they're not protected by Rand because Rand right. also doesn't trust them. Which is fair. Um, I did really like this moment where he's thinking through that and Luce Theron's like, none of us will survive. And Rand's like, go back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the energy you should bring. Right, um, right. And then he tells Debrain about Aelil and the... Mm-hmm sea folk people being fine but there she's like cat swain probably has them right 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 um and we know that you know cat swain is like got caroline and darlin as guests um and you know he's like trying to figure out what cat swain is doing uh and all of that jazz but, but also he's like who knows what cat swain is Can doing? She be doing anything like literally could be doing anything he's like is she meddling in my shit i don't mm-hmm. know probably but like maybe not maybe Can't she's really right now <laughs> trying to see who should rule tear and carhini or carhian on her on her own right um and then we and get the... interrupted by the steam engine yeah and then someone invented the team engine yeah <laughs> I love it. It's not really working yet, but he's like, all right. But Rand's, what's really nice, this is, I think, why we still love Rand and why Mm -hmm. we're still with him, is he's so amazed by it. Yeah. And the potential of it that he's like, just give money to these creative people who want to make things that could help society. Yeah. Which is awesome. This is the quote, like, he wants to leave a legacy and he doesn't know how to do it. And this is one of the ways that he's trying to like yeah if they can invent things that make life better for people and hopefully it can survive this breaking like that would be something you're like oh buddy i know who and then of course is like we are not builders we are destroyers whatever what's you know what rand isn't doing 
he's not deleting things for tax write-offs. <laughs> Rand's investing in the creative community. Uh, <laughs> hem. I wonder what that hem. could be about. Hem. I don't, who knows? Um, so yeah, he's just like really down. And the the mistress of the academy is sort of like this is all ridiculous but okay i guess right <laughs> but it's all she's mentioning all these like inventions that people are trying to make and they're mm. all things they're like light bulbs and flying right. and like right. things we know exist right and so rand is just wanting to basically invest in that future despite her mm-hmm. frustration but she has to listen to him because she also right. believes in the dragon reward that's right yep uh, so then Rand gives Dobrain a bunch of messages for various people, some of which we don't know. know about and most of which we don't. Like, oh, well, you'll know when to deliver it. Tell him this. And if you decide no, then it, I'll pick somebody else, but well, not so... you. And you're like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> Dobrain is going to be the steward of Carrion. Mm-hmm. Um, he hands two packets, I think, to Dobrain, one of which ca- names him the steward. We don't know what the second one says. A third that Rand still stays mm-hmm. names Gregorin Den. Do we know who that is? He's a, he's the steward of Ilian now. That I don't Great. care. I don't um, care. <laughs> okay. And so we know now Rand is like going somewhere to do something. Yes. That does not involve playing politics. Right. For the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. Um, and Min is going to go with him. And we get the the general normal guilt he feels is like not being strong enough to make men stay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she comes out and she's got like giant bags of books it's with cute. her. I loved it. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. We get one of like, there's two pieces of information we don't get, which is the thing about like, either see how this guy mm-hmm. that we don't know feels about something that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And then come to me if he says no about whatever. And something about the Academy that we don't know because he says, what would she, the mistress of the Academy, think of one particular order in Dobrain's mm-hmm. packet? So we don't know what that is either. Right. Um, and then Min comes out and very cutely is like, look at all my books. <laughs> You're going to have to help me carry them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there, there's some like cuteness between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Dubrain and the woman leave. We get that now Rand is feeling dizzy, not just when he takes the power, but randomly. Can I just tell you that one of the reasons that I continue to love Rand, and Uh this this section in particular hit me really hard. Like, I have some chronic health conditions, and, like, I know that's not exactly what Robert Jordan is doing here but like the unpredictability of like Mm. when it's gonna happen and like when you're suddenly like you've been at cons with me and you know I'm like okay so if this happens here's what we need to do like there's a reason I have a med alert bracelet like sometimes things happen and you don't know when they're gonna happen and it can be at very inconvenient times and like watching him struggle with like these bouts of weakness that like don't are not predictable and like in in addition to the ones that he does know what triggers yeah and like how it's all getting worse and like all he wants to do is survive to do the things that he needs to do like it really hit me very differently as like the person that I am today than as the teenager I was I I mean I think oh my god that's what it keeps coming back to is like reading this as adults and reading Rand's story as adults when you are 
letting all of his contacts make him yes. the person he is yes. versus divorcing his actions from those contacts yeah. is interesting because yeah like he has this and it, it makes his sort of like reveal of what he is doing at the end mm-hmm. of this and the desperation he feels like yes, yes. you feel so badly for him because it is it that's what it comes down to all he wants to do is survive mm-hmm. so that he can save the world right. that is the only right. thing he wants to do yeah and everything he's doing again like elaine mm-hmm. right or wrong everything right. he's doing is in service there are no petty plots there are no like little things like mm-hmm. nothing else it's what we say all the time literally nothing else should matter right. except saving the world right um so he yeah. has this little bout of dizziness um mm-hmm. He sees like a shimmering face in his yeah. brain for a second and he yes. wonders if it's Luz Theron. Right. I don't remember this, I don't... so I don't know. So I think this is related to the double balefire thing we talked mm. about last time. Right. Or however many episodes ago that was, like where he was starting to see colors, but now it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. coming with and it all started after the double bail like incident. I fully forgot the colors thing. <laughs> yeah. Because it comes back to in another yeah. Way. Um, but yeah so so yeah so he's like oh you know like Min's like well you're not leaving me behind he's like I never would have thought of it haha and he's <laughs> like I, I guess oh go ahead that no I think you're gonna say the same thing I left yeah. so hard at the like I haven't been very forthcoming, I suppose. It's <laughs> no. like, yeah, that's it. That's every rand POV. Yes. And I, I love how she's like, I know what we're doing. Like, first you took me to Ruidian, where you asked all these questions about Shara. So people would think you were going there. Mm-hmm. And then we went to Tyr and you were asking about this other place that you're trying to confuse people. Like, you know, I know what's going on. But we they did travel at this yes. point to some other place that mm-hmm. is covered in snow. And they the closest thing of note is Tarvalin, which I yes. was like, huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was dangerous, choice. but all like, right. What? Um Yes. And so Min is like, you're clearly like you have a plan and obviously you're you don't want anyone to mm-hmm. know where you are. But so what so are you doing why yeah. are you pre-laying false plan mm-hmm. like false trails and Rand's like you're too smart yeah I, <laughs> I love it it's very like the it really is the best men has been in like a very long time it is because yes. she's just sort of like I could I see you mm-hmm. so like what are you planning I mean other than killing Deshiva right. um I I have a right to know if I'm with you yeah uh, and then he says I'm gonna cleanse the male half of the source right <laughs> Which we know he's been thinking about, but like I'm so yeah. excited for this to start. I do not remember this being a thing that happens. Like this is like in one book of the few nine? things I do remember. Like, no, I don't remember anything about this. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember what ends up happening. Okay, all right. Like I don't remember the journey to get there at all. Right, right. But I remember I like can visualize the scene. We'll see if I'm right or not, but I can like visualize the scene in my head yeah, of what wow. ends up happening. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And he's just like, you know, I don't know how long it takes. Once I start, like everybody's going to know what's going on. I don't know if I'll be able to stop people who come to check it out. And Min's like, I can probably think of a better plan for you. Like, let's go work on it. <laughs> I know it's cute. Um, and he's sort of like, oh my, she like didn't even blink an eye. Like mm-hmm. she's amazing. 
Um, and then of course we find out like he's still yeah. keeping obviously his sickness a secret. Mm-hmm. And that's really why he wants to go after Deshiva and the yeah. others first, because he hopes that that'll help him get over this illness he's feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the 86 page prologue. <laughs> so long. <laughs> yeah. The bulk um, of, of what we get. <laughs> yep. And now we have two parent chapters. Which are, I will say, they're not they're so not bad. They're not that bad. Because not Fael so bad. is not there. Because, exactly. It's parent on his own. <laughs> and so they're not so bad. Um, so first we get our wind. And we get the wind. As usual. And I was like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Uh, first, I was so worried we were going to a sunshine POV. I like can't oh, I even know. tell you. Yeah, I, like, because put the first book it down. goes to Tanchico. And it's like, oh, yeah, everything's going great, actually, under the Shanshan and Tanchico. Like, business as usual has resumed and everybody's getting used to it. Like, their lives haven't changed that much, NBD. Um, but then thankfully the wind <laughs> goes. I mean, else. it's it's that sort of thing that he's he's touched on before, which is that like a s- majority of society, because the Sancha know how to colonize, mm-hmm. their Ex- their day of life doesn't get disrupted. Right. Except for that's not true for Amador. And like no. the because the wind then goes to Amadisha, where you know the Shanshan have also mm-hmm. Like, and everybody there is like, everything is horrible. Like, things are very bad, actually, under the show. Yeah, like the children of light are being labor, or are being forced to, forced to do labor. Yep. Um, like, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And then we get to Perrin, who is literally where just after his yeah, meeting with no Masima. time no, no time. time again yeah he's like walking out of the door after mm-hmm. having spoken to Masima. and yeah. i was like oh my god because that when we last left them mm-hmm. uh file morgays aka megden and yes. a bunch of them have been taken by the aisle and we yes. find out that it's because Masima has been treating with the sunshine well, that's right. not why file is taken. But but that's where the we find Shido out. are like roaming, yes. right? And taking. But that captives. is where we find out that that happens. Yes, right? because files right before they get attacked by the Shido, files appropriators come yes. and are like, "We've been yes. snooping, and we found out yes. that Masima has been taking meetings with the Shanshan. And then they get attacked by the Isle, and File is like, "You have to go. You have to make it to Perrin. He has to know about this." Yes. Um. But but well, we'll get to it. We'll so get to that. That's the last we saw of File and and them getting captured. Bane and Chiad and File for sure have been captured by it the really, Shadow. It's a very slow beginning, honestly, to it this is. because it's like a lot of what we know, which is that Perrin doesn't think this is a good plan. That mm. Rand wants Masima brought to him. Masima doesn't want to travel, so it's right. gonna require like capital T travel. Yep. So it's gonna require them to walk basically all the way back to Rand um Mm -hmm. Perrin's really pissed off about it he's like I should have like I wish I could just knock him the fuck out basically Mm -hmm. and force him to come with us but he knows Um, he can't because Masima like he Masima is mad and he's infected a lot of other people with his zealotry and his like madness um I did go ahead I thought this was important though uh because Perrin is thinking about how Every time he thinks of yes. Rand's colors swirl in his head, and as always, he ignored them. I'm like, don't ignore, don't ignore. The Wait, okay, can we go on a trip back memory lane and remember anything about this? I don't remember anything about it. About colors or yes, about the colors? So I think that this is like 
colors have happened before in various places i think this is the first time that we knew that perrin was seeing colors around rand because this line says as always of late when he thought of rand colors swirled in his head but rand has been seeing colors we know rand has been seeing but i feel like i remember mention of perrin seeing them maybe I i don't know i don't know but we don't know we don't know what the colors else, are, right? Nope, we don't know. Okay. It. it just seems bad. It seems very bad. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a good omen. No, no. Um, Elias is there being mm-hmm. Elias, right. I guess. Um, lots of continued complaining about Masima. Really, mm-hmm. just we're reading this, just waiting for him to find out. Yeah, yeah, just waiting for him to it's, find out. It's a very long, on. drawn out. Like we find out that the Aes Sedai and the Wise Ones agree that they should just kill Masima, mm-hmm. that he should be taken off the board. Right. Um, we get a little note about Aram, which again is just parents' anxiety over Aram being a part mm-hmm. of this, and Elias mm-hmm. being like, "This isn't great." But yep. has happened. Yeah. Yep. And it's so they are leaving Abila. Uh, oh, right. Like and noticing like how bad everything is. Yes. And then Balwer, um Yeah. Who, Balwer, who is the used former to, right mm-hmm. former keeper of spies, but the yes. the like secret keepers, so, like no one yes. knew he was the for actual spy Nile. master. Yeah. For Pedro Nile, who is now acting as Perrin's like secretary. Yes, hilarious. Hilarious. And is so funny. I know. I love just him, the actually. idea of him is amazing. Like <laughs> he had this like like person who was like the fake spy master who clearly was mm-hmm. terrible at his job and then Balor is like the secret real spy master then he like hooks up with like Morghese's crew yeah it's just like okay let's go and yeah. now he's secretary to Perrin I feel like you could do an entire book series where Balor was like the main character Ooh, yeah totally a little bit like a <laughs> like a like a spy master Forrest Gump kind of situation yeah. <laughs> Just happens to be in the right place yeah, at the right time for all the- these historical events. Except that it's because he's a spy master, he's putting himself in exactly. the right place at the right time. And there's a dose of luck involved. Taverin, again, Taverin. Uh, yes, Taverin. Truly. But oh, yeah, it is very funny. So um, yeah, Bauer's like, <laughs> I happen to overhear something. And Perrin's like, LOL, everybody knows you're like spying all the time forever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, but he's got two pieces of news. The first is, as we have just found out from the wind, like the Shanshan have taken uh, Amadishia and mm-hmm. King Aelron has been like taken. Yeah. Um, and there's no more nobility. And the White Cloaks have, Valda has managed to get the White Cloaks, most of them off the field. So the ones that I guess are doing hard labor for the Shanshan are the ones who didn't make it out with Valda. Yeah. But now Valda is on the run with a bunch of White Cloaks, which can only be bad news for everyone. And they are, I think, in the same direction that Perrin needs to go. I don't. It's a little confusing. I don't but the, way, the way he said it, and he was like, great, is how it sounded. Right. Yeah. Um. Because Baller's like, I think we should go east. Right. And Perrin's like, I or think he's have saying, other things to do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, the other is the Sunshine fought another battle. And this is the one that that Rand was a part of. 
Yes. But they don't know. No, they don't know. They like, maybe I used to die, but maybe there were men channeling and whoever they fought, the Shanshan lost and were sent reeling back into Ibujar. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which parents like, great. Great. Awesome. He's like, definitely that was Rand. Now Rand knows about the Shanshan. One less thing to worry about. And uh, now let's go home. Oh, and then chapter two is when he finds <sighs> out. So he gets back to camp and everything is a disaster. Yeah, the, like everyone's like, like turning on people and yes, they're like armies the standing ready. Right, all of the different factions are now separated out, like facing down each other. There's like the two rivers folks are like in a circle on top of a hill and like the Mainers are like, or the Gildens or somebody is trying to kill somebody else. And it's all very tense. So basically it's just like parents like what's going on until he finds Barrelane. And this mm-hmm. is where I think you and I both got confused. Yes. Because he sees Barrelane and Barrelane's mm-hmm. like, hey, so your wife got kidnapped. Right. Uh, but I was under the impression, and I think you were too, that Barely knew that about the thing that yeah. Kyle said. And she doesn't say anything. She doesn't say anything. So that's when I I posted about it in the Discord. I was like, wait, doesn't she know? And then I was like, no, no, it's actually Fael's appropriators who know and told Fael, but I don't think Barely But doesn't Fael like shout something? I don't. I, I guess we could go look, but do I care enough to go look? Well, you do. You're getting your book. I'm All right. Trying to find my. Is this book eight? Path of Daggers. Yes, that is the last book we read. Yeah, that's the last book we read. Um, okay. The sunshine. So Aliander says, "Yeah, barely." I think is there. Wait, okay. She's like my in lady. The, area. the prophet Masima has been meeting with the sunshine. Aliandra who is there, is like, he can't believe they will come to the Lord Dragon. I think I must ride to Abila. Aleander, take Megden and Berylaine with you. Any other time, the time... Yeah, Berylaine's there! So then what the fuck is Berylaine doing? I don't know. Like, that would be like... The first thing to say. Well, the second thing to say. The first thing is that your wife has been kidnapped by the Isle. The second thing is also you need to know that Masima is, like, Talking to the Shanshan. Yeah, like, why doesn't Berylaine say anything? I don't know. That I thought it was because she didn't know, but now I'm even more confused. Because, like, she calls out, someone must get this news of Masima to Lord Perrinfile, told Perylaine and the two women, mm-hmm. one of you must reach him, ride like fire. Her sweeping gaze took in Aleandra and Megden, and Berylaine too. All of well, you, ride like they... fire or die here. What the fuck, Berylaine? What the fuck, Berylaine? That seems like a weird move on her part. I don't understand. Like, no. that seems far more dire than trying to hook up with, like, File's husband. Yeah, I am at a complete loss to explain that. Very confusing. So, he sees Berylaine. Right. And Berylaine, back to Winterheart. Yeah. Is just like, hey, we were attacked. We were we were hunting with Queen Aleandra. Mm-hmm. We were attacked. I managed to escape. No one else has returned. Mm-hmm. Um, so ho- we've sent out people to find out right. what happened. Hopefully they'll return by nightfall. Perrin freaks the fuck out. Yep, fully. Unsurprisingly. And Berylin, of course, is like, we can't do anything now. Like, we right. should get news, which is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and Elias mm-hmm. sort of is like, she's not wrong. Like, relax, right. bro. Uh, and Perrin, we get a lot of Perrin is just like panicking and freaking out. Mm-hmm. He reaches out to the wolves finally yes. for the first time. In I know. Who Books? even knows how long? Like, Ooh, please bring knows. this back. I miss it. 
Yeah. Um, and they're sort of like, uh, oh, sorry for your loss, but we're avoiding two legs. Yeah. We're is not- essentially the reaction, which I was like, kind of deserved, bro. You've ignored them mm-hmm. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then the leader of Alejandra's men is like, they took Queen Alejandra. And he's like, well, we'll find her when you find my wife. Like, in the meantime, tell me why everybody is pointing their swords at each other. Um, and so they're like, oh, well, Berylaine said it was Isle who took Queen Alejandra, and they're Isle right there. So, like, obviously, they all we're the gonna same? kill them. And you're like, oh, Jesus. Um, so yeah. Uh, and so they kind of like, like Perrin's like, well, Alianda swore fealty to me and mm-hmm. you swore to her. So that makes you mine. Mm-hmm. So you have to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically gives them an order, like, get your shit together. If you're not ready to go, we're leaving without you. Yeah. Um, and Berylaine starts to say, you handled that well. Mm-hmm. And she like goes to touch his arm and he's like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Agree. Correctly. 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 Not the time. Um, Read the room, Berylaine. And he's like, "You're. I'm so tired of your childish games. Mm-hmm. And she freaks out, is like, not childish. Two women contesting over you and you the prize. I would think you'd be flattered. Attend me, Lord Captain Galeen. Like, what? Yeah, I don't understand any of it. Even weirder. Like, okay, fine. Barely in saving face, maybe. But then Honora is like, right. a very large but form. That, like, which like makes fun. me think there's something we're not picking up on. Yeah, I don't perhaps, understand. But like, I don't, I don't know, know what know. it could be. I have no all, idea. Everything about it is weird. Yeah, um, I agree. So then Perrin goes to see the aisle mm-hmm. uh, and he finds Gaul with a bunch of maidens. Mm-hmm. Um. Which I was like, oh. And I love how the two rivers are guys are like, I didn't know what else to do. Like everybody started to come this way. So we, you know, sent some scouts and then tried to circle the wagons and the parents like, you did a good job. Yeah, Don't worry. you did great. I'm like, oh, bless. Um, um, and then he sends basically he's like, Gall, like, please yeah. will you find her? Mm-hmm. If anyone can do it, you can. Yeah. And Gall, of course, Bane and Chiad have also been mm-hmm. taken. Um and so Perrin is like, well, he's probably pretty upset that Chiad's been taken. Right, right. So because it's basically Gaul and a bunch of maidens who, yeah. who take off to try to find them, which I was like, yes, I love this. Mm-hmm. Same, same. That would be a good band name, Gaul and the Maidens. Gaul and the Maidens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd listen to them. <laughs> I would, too. I would, too. Uh, so then he is like, okay, time to talk to the wise ones and is going to like cut open their tent. Which is hilarious. Like, dude, um, that seems like a But no. before that happens, he oh, runs right. into Grady, one of the Ashman. This is yeah. kind of cute. Yeah, it was. Right? Grady, yeah. basically, these like two two of the Ashaman are like standing in front of him and they, they're like kind of nervous. And Grady's like, maybe we could travel and try to find them. Right. And you're like, oh, buddies, buddy. And Paris just like, Grady doesn't know anything. Right. They <laughs> doesn't know how to track. Right. Neil doesn't know how to track. They like don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Maybe I could go with them. But then he's like, no, they're they we need them here. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's just like kind of a weird, sweet humanizing moment for the it Ashaman. Is. Yeah. Like, look, look, they have personalities aside from like shifty eyed and like yeah, laughing right? <laughs> morbidly. 
Uh, right. So then he's about to slice open the tent when one of the wise ones comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, well, you're impetuous, but I guess I can excuse it given the circumstances. Like, what do you want? Um, and he's asking about how they're going to be treated. And she's like, I honestly can't tell you. Like, we don't usually take wetlanders captive, but like lots of things have changed. And he pushes, and of course, she's like, don't be irrational. Men often do become irrational when they're faced with things like this, because it wouldn't be Wheel of Time without yes. gender essentialism. That's right. Um, But she's basically like, get your shit together. If mm-hmm. you need to get drunk, go get drunk. But like, <laughs> you need to figure out what to do with your life. Oh, I felt um, so bad for Perrin, honestly. No. And so he leaves, and he's like, this isn't great, but I don't really know what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So he like gives orders that, you know, everybody needs to take care of themselves, basically, because nobody knows what the hell to do right now. Like it's all everybody's very disorganized and thrown off kilter, obviously. Um, and Linny is like, you also need to eat. And yeah, he like sees uh, Basil Gill near mm-hmm. his rooms and Gill obviously is being weird because more gaze has been taken and yes. he knows more gaze has been taken. Yep. Um, and then Linny is, yeah, playing nursemaid as mm-hmm. Linny's role is and is Indeed. like, hey, eat something. Mm-hmm. Um, and Karen is like, oh, Megden was with her. Like it's and then he sort of like panics a little and he's like I have to get out of here because he's just overwhelmed by his emotions and yeah. then he runs into or he sees he he knows he's walking towards Talonvor right yeah yeah he sees Talonvor he like is headed to this ridge um, and Talonvor is already up there basically doing the same thing like mm-hmm. waiting for the scouts to come back and he's Perrin is like oh right like Talonvor is in love with Magden and Phyla is saying that they're probably going to get married so like he also has he knows they're like they're feeling the same thing yeah um and then Masima was supposed to show up at nightfall but hasn't oh right but Perrin I missed is like, that actually I was yeah. skimming at this point <laughs> <laughs> yeah Masima's supposed to show up at nightfall um but Perrin's not even thinking about All it right so what that's not Sarah gonna be good. doing what i don't doing? know i don't know i'm very confused as to what game she's playing because what is the yeah. benefit right to anyone to not knowing that the sunshine are yeah. coming right or it doesn't part- help her game like it doesn't like i know her whole thing is like protecting her teeny tiny little kingdom sure but she needs help for that and yeah. the sunshine aren't gonna keep her independent uh-uh. so like what is the i don't know yeah i uh, i very confusing i agree and we still have we don't know what's up with matt matt has been buried under I a can't wall for more than, more a than an now. entire book more than an for what it's worth book. we did wait an entire episode to bring matt up <laughs> i did post about it in the discord but yeah. we did wait the entire episode and uh what the hell what the hell what the hell where is matt where we is are a hundred odd pages 116 yeah. pages into another book and another we book. still haven't seen him i That's was hoping bananas. when they mentioned ibudar i was yes. like maybe are we going to ibudar like no. can we go to ibudar can no. we please go to ibudar i just want to know that he's to. okay <laughs> There's like a scene I remember with him, but I don't know what book it's in. Same, same. And so like, I don't, 
I know a lot has to happen for yes. that scene to get there. Yeah. And I don't remember how all of that stuff mm-hmm. happens. So I'm just like, yeah. Why are you punishing us? I it's it's hilarious too because clearly Matt is the character he likes to write the most. Yes. So like for Robert Jordan to not put him in for this long also seems weird, like a weird choice as a writer. Unless it was that Matt, I mean, we talk about it all the time, right? Matt gets like yeah, the best he get he was getting like the best action sequences. Mm-hmm. He was getting like he was one of the best characters to watch interact with any yeah. of the other characters. Yeah, we didn't see Perrin for like no, it's true. I feel like three books. Who knows? <laughs> it was a minute. It was because minute. like Robert Jordan either didn't know what to do with him or like yeah. needed the story to progress far enough along yeah, yeah. to figure out how to bring him back. Mm-hmm. So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's like I love all my children equally. <laughs> except job i don't care for job. I don't care for job but in this case he's like but i also i do care for parent i swear i care I for parent look at, look at how much parent i'm writing <laughs> so i don't know who knows who knows maybe the next chapter will be a mad chapter that we can only hope. i don't i don't believe it but <laughs> given given the the illustration on the front of this book and- oh right that's right which there is was that. a whole chat about that in the Discord. Too. There, there was, um, because we can't figure out who's who. No, on the cover like, of this. who are these people? <laughs> like, who are these? Except for Perrin, who right. even that, I'm like, mm, okay. <laughs> um, I feel like Matt's not showing up in this book. I, in the whole book, you think? I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if wow. it happens. I will be delighted, but I'm trying to set myself up for the idea I, that okay. it won't. All right. So that I can be prepared when it doesn't. That's fair. (laughs) I mean, that's probably wise because who knows, as we said. Well, we are theoretically going to get back on our regular schedule. So keep an eye out for episodes every other Wednesday. Will Matt return? You can follow along. Can they follow along at hashtag Tarvalinar? Uh, I'm mostly on like Blue Sky these days, which doesn't have doesn't hashtags, have hashtags. So. But like, still try it. I'm still like, for as long as Twitter doesn't die, yeah, we're like still posting over there. All right. So yeah, that uh, next episode we're gonna do chapters three through eight. So eight inclusive. Yes. Uh, and a big thank you to Brian Dunn, fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other people find the show. We super appreciate it. Sometimes we read them on the show. Just <laughs> saying. It's true. Uh, all right. So Preeti, you are on Blue Sky and? Uh, yeah, everywhere. I mean, if a social media exists, I probably got on it to <laughs> at least get my username. Um, run with Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. I'm I haven't been super good about Tumblr because I don't want Tears of the Kingdom spoilers. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't want anyone to tell me how it ends and I'm afraid gotcha. that Tumblr will. <laughs> but enough. generally, Tumblr everywhere run with scissors. Uh... <laughs> um and Desi Geek Girls, the other podcast that I'm on, we are coming back now that Sapna's eye is doing better. Oh good. Um <laughs> uh we're coming back hopefully this week to talk about Picard and something else that is not inside of my brain. <laughs> Goodness. Surprises. Uh, 
Uh, I am on Blue Sky now. People talk to me into it. Uh, Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. I deleted my Twitter. I am on Tumblr as Jen IRL, and I am on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. You can oh, right. also, oh, wait, no. Sorry, also SFF, yeah, podcast. I'm back on that now, too, that I'm back from <laughs> my travels, um, which is over at Book Riot. Sorry. We're doing real well today. <laughs> we uh, made it through most of the episodes without any real flubs. So. You're right. Uh, you can also find us on patreon.com slash bust. And a huge thank you to our patrons. Jennifer P. Anastasia L. Jessica D. Laura M. Brandon. Spencer. Jarvis. Jonathan. Bruce L. Benjamin A. The Bitter Fig, Nate M, Joanna S, James C, Druidus Cleodna, Ross J, Stevani, Joseph E, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor. Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M. Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye!